1: Welcome to Motherhood, A Beautiful Nightmare, a podcast for the mother who's flying by the seat of her dirty dog knickers. You know you have them.
0: Yuck! You're the dirty dog. This episode is
1: about great expectations and all the pressure and projection we put on our kids and what we get back from them. So, y'all want to talk about mama. (laughs) Hit it. That's what I'm talking about.
0: Wait. Okay now. From the beginning.
1: Motherhood, a beautiful nightmare. So I just, Chanel, wanted to talk about something that's been annoying me lately for the last couple of weeks and I've wanted to talk to you about it. Mm, Go on. So, you know, cooking kids dinner every night, pain in the ass. don't like doing it.
0: (laughs) Who does? I know. Wouldn't you like to walk in and there's some like, you know, cultured amazing chef in there just (gasps) – Mexican tonight, oh, or
1: like Oprah has,
0: yes, oh. real like high nutrition. The kids love it; they run up to her or him, give my hug. Can't wait! You've just done love that all.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, no, I don't have a personal chef, nor do you have Oprah, <laughs> nor do I have Oprah, sadly, or not so sadly, depending on how you uh, look at Oprah. But anyway, look, do you often look at recipes on the all net? All time, yeah, like you're scrolling through, mm-hmm. right? So often I'll find one, and I'll go, great, looking up tuna mornay recipe, fantastic. <laughs> get how original, tuna mornay. Shut up. That's one of my go to's. Uh, the kids hate it. So scroll. <laughs> <laughs> I get to one of these blogs, and oh my God, how much information can you write about tuna oh, mornay don't. in an introduction? Oh, don't. I swear. 20 years of scrolling,
0: your fingers got RSI, you still haven't reached the method or recipe yet. <laughs> I'm
1: like, I'm, I don't have time, people. Like, I'm, like, <laughs> hurrying down. There's, like, literally 20 pages of, oh, my grandma made a beautiful Tudor Mornay back in 1973. And I'm oh, oh, like, I don't care. Yeah. I don't give a shit about the background of it. Give me the ingredients. Give me the freaking method. Don't like, pop and up we, ads.
0: And she tells you she's found the recipe in, like, a time capsule thing with dirt on it.
1: <laughs> out. The here's greatest
0: Tudor Mornay you've ever had in your life. <laughs>
1: it's, anyway, it is so infuriating. Yeah, it is. And I just wanted to say... That I had great expectations for those <laughs> those recipe blogs. But I don't anymore. Just give me the damn recipe. Just cap to the chase. Everyone's a bloody foodie. This episode is
0: Great Expectations. So most parents are pretty biased towards their kids, aren't they, right? I would say so. Most. you Most. Know, they, they drive us up the wall. But when it comes down to it, you think the sun shines out of their little bum-bums, don't you?
1: Especially when they're sleeping.
0: Yeah, you walk in, they suddenly, like, it's like the, black, the blackboard of naughtiness has just erased. we have got a clean slate each morning.
1: Love you again. That's right. You're like, oh, bless, I Seven love you.
0: Get it, better, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Mummy <laughs> doesn't. She loves you so much. You right. walk out feeling shitty because you've just not met your own expectations. Yeah, that's right. Exactly.
1: And we are quite biased, even though we think we're not and we try not to be. And I think that's the whole battle, isn't it? Mm. It is. So being biased towards your child is one thing, but how about the
0: grandparent bias towards their grandies? I mean, that's next level, right? I think it's expected, isn't it? They're worse. It's rite of passage. It's rite of passage. So here's a story for you. I'm going to take you back to when I was 12. This isn't about my kids. This is about
1: me. I love it. I love little mini Chanel. Mini Chanel. How many can you get them now? (laughs) Were you much shorter? Oh look, I probably was even a bit taller. I've shrunk
0: since (laughs) You went the other way. The other way. No I didn't. So phone rings one day and it's my granny, my old Scottish granny. Can't wait for this. Yeah so she rings and my mum answers the phone and she's gone through the paper and found an ad for the look of the year contest.
1: Look, hang on. Was this okay, look of the year? The look this of is, the year. This is very Adelaide. This, isn't it? Adelaide 1980
0: something. <laughs> it was 1990s but anyway that's okay. I'm older.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So she's
0: rung and she said we Chanel needs to go in this. She's beautiful. Get in this competition. Mum's like, all right. She's like, she's beautiful. Get in there. Mum's like, okay, I'll see if she wants to go. <laughs> By the way, your grandma so aggressively oh, she's aggressive. It. She is so
1: aggressive. The Scottish thing. You know, yeah, yeah. Come across very. See, my
0: mum's not. My mum's obviously Scottish too, and she's not aggressive, and he's quite you know gentle and sweet. My. Granny Kathy is an old ox man. She Granny doesn't listen to podcasts. <laughs> okay, she's an ox, but she's an old Scottish brute. That's what she's, she a is. She's, she's a, a coo. She's a Highland coo. She's a Highland coo. Poor Granny. Anyway, oh, she's all right. She's got thick skin. She's a coo. She's Scottish. <laughs> anyway, so she has really heavily enforced that I need to go into this competition. How old are you again? 12. Right. I didn't feel I had a choice, but I was quite up for the idea. I thought, oh, yeah, something fun. So mum's grabbed the phone and dialed the number. You know, you dial it one at a time, Mm -hmm. 824 blah, blah, and enrolled me in this competition. I've gone and done a little photo shoot and then – practised on the catwalk is totally, I look at me now and I think I would just know where. look at your
1: face. Well, did <laughs> you, sorry, can we just go back? Can we set this up? What co- type of competition? Was it a modelling competition? Well, it
0: was to find the, and this is where I think these things should be never allowed to happen again because they are so <laughs> damaging to self-confidence. Yeah. They are called the look of the year. So basically they're going to pick the prettiest girl and the prettiest boy who looked the prettiest. And then what, do, do what with them? Well, they'd get a modelling contract or some Because they've got the look.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Tell your power modeling agency (laughs) where your dreams come true, unless they don't.
0: But tell me what, and you... you're like me, and you're not six foot, and you're not really tall and thin, so oh, you know. Oh, well, you
1: would have been sweet, a little sweetie. Well,
0: I, my granny thought I was anyway. She my had... too. Yeah, she's beautiful. My wind, where you go, Get in there. You go. So tell us what happened to you. What did you wear? Do you remember so what you wore? I do remember, like. Mum was – I think we'd gone to Kmart and got some outfit or something or I'd borrowed something out of my sister's closet, but I'd had this little like – do you remember the brand called Dog's Body? Wow. No. <laughs> Thank God. I didn't shop at Kmart when I was a child. Cat, Dog's Body wasn't at oh. Kmart. It was a streetwear brand. <laughs> and it was a nice denim skirt. Well, Thank you very much. That's why. That's yeah. why I don't know it. But I had a pair of red cool shorts oh, and a and a shirt. So Anyway, I looked, I looked cute. You looked right? the business. I looked the business. My hair was quite mousy too. Anyway – Bless me. My my granny and my mum filled me with all sorts of self-confidence. I don't know what my mum was thinking about putting me in this competition, whether she was like, Maybe we shouldn't but anyway, granny was very forceful. I was in the competition. So what you had to do was you go to this big hall and everyone's in their seats and you have two modelling parades. You know, you've got this yeah. T-junction catwalk, you go down, you do a pose, you know, hand on the hip, cock your cock your hip to the
1: other Look side. Look at the judges, don't smile, <laughs> then smile.
0: Yeah, then smile. Give them a smile Turn and around. keep going. Turn around and then you flip your head to the side, toss your hair back, give a little another smile, hands on the hips and off you walk, exit stage left, right? So this is me.
1: You're a sicko. And very
0: out of my comfort zone because I was
1: quite a sporty kid. So I wasn't used to like going down a catwalk. So you ran up the catwalk. (laughs) Look how fast I can sprint. (laughs) Might not be look of the year, but I'm definitely runner of the year, guys. (laughs) Shut up. What happened Um, next? What happened? I'm dying. I'm peeing my (laughs) pants. So,
0: So they've gone through and there's a couple of these kids there that were real good looking young young kids. And I'd had all my family there. So my mum's sister, my dad's two sisters, my other grandma and my mum, my dad, my you know, the whole kit and caboodle was there. In the audience? In in the audience. When I came out, I could hear my aunties going, yeah, go Chanel! Like this. My head's about to bust because I'm so nervous. They're all expecting me to win this
1: thing. Can I just ask? It's funny. They're going, go Chanel, but what are you doing? Like go walking down a catwalk. I know, walking, walking. Like what are they saying? <laughs> good luck with the walking. Good luck with your face. Like you can do anything with it. Like how to change it? Like yeah. what are you, how Smile. can you fail at this? Unless you trip of course. But, yeah, yeah. You know. And I
0: didn't trip. But anyway, got down and finished my catwalk part, sat in my seat and then they're all leaning forward going, you did so well, you know, thumbs up, good girl. And I was like, oh, I could win this thing. Like they're expecting me to win. It. I this could really great. win. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, got to the point where the judges have looked at you and they've got their little scorecards and they've scored everything up. And i have sat there and they're saying, we have picked the finalists to go through for the look of the year. So there's, I think they pick about five finalists wow. to go through to actually pick the look of the year. The prettiest kid there is. Oh what a load God. of shit. Anyway, drum roll. <clears throat> drum roll. They're calling out a name. They're calling out another name. They're calling out know. I'm sweating. I'm sweating. Not and a they, good look, by the way, sweating. No, no, no. They didn't call my name. <gasps> I was, I had suddenly felt the, my absolute heart sink into my soul. This oh. is a 12. This is a big thing, right? Yeah. And I was like, I'm not pretty. All the aunties leant forward and we're going, oh, oh she didn't win like that. Aww. And my mum, I could feel my mum with her hand and I had my eyes filling up, tears rolling down my oh, – it's lady. terrible. Especially when puberty's around the corner. Yeah, and you feel – you just – you don't know. You're 12, you're not sure. My head is in my lap. And then I hear this two row two seats down from mum going, well, that's a lord of fucking shade. Let's leave then. I'm going,
1: what? Oh, that was it. That, that what was she great. said.
0: Well Lord, the fucking shape that was. I'm oh. over here. Come on, Amity, let's go. Mum's like, all oh, right, you're the one who instigated all of this, and now we're here. Damn. You. had her heart broken, and now you want to leave. Damn oh, you, oh, Grant. She sets it up and then she just pulls the rug from under you. So I hate those competitions. So oh well I would. Yes oh, too. Look, dancing competitions, things like that are very different because it's they're they're developing a craft, you yes. know, to, to do ballet, to do jazz, to to do any kind of sport. That this was purely based on your looks. Oh, ladies. So you've been carrying that around with you for a long time. Yeah, I have. I was like, I'm not... Bloody good. And anyway, is, I don't can give I just... rat's monkeys at the time, devastated. Yes. And then granny, old battle axe down the side, swearing in English with a real thick Scottish accent. carrying on like a pork bloody chop, she a wasn't. little Highland
1: cow. Oh, <laughs> is this why you're allergic to cats? Maybe it's come out. That's why that post-traumatic stress has just come out in your head. But that,
0: this is what I mean. This is bringing that back to what we expect of our children. I mean, putting them in a look contest. I I know my mum wasn't completely comfortable with it, but... I was happy to do it. I agreed and I hope don't exist anymore because they're not great for your kids' self-confidence. But you really think your kid is the best-looking kid out there. You think your
1: kid can really do it, don't you? Yeah. I think we've changed our mentality. I yeah. think we probably – that probably comes from a different – maybe we're not so focused on looks. Maybe I mean, some people are, let's face mm. it. But we probably do that from more of a – I don't know, I'd say an academic or we want them to be the – you know, they, are they yeah, That's sporty, what I mean. These competitions the are terrible.
0: So they're purely based on if your face fits and then you get a modelling contract afterwards. So modelling was never going to be a thing for me because I'm five foot two and
1: three quarters for starters. Yeah, but you could have been a face. The face. Well, now's your opportunity. Nah. 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 <laughs> now's your opportunity, Charlotte. in the bin. But do you think maybe it's Aussies, we're not as... Hung up on ourselves as maybe the Americans are big on it still, the beauty pageants. Yeah. Right? They it's do. like a massive thing. Yeah, that we yeah. just don't doesn't quite it might happen. I would love to know. Can you email us at Motherhood a Beautiful Nightmare? Because I would love to know if they still exist in Australia. Yeah. The look of the year contest. I still have the clipping of it. Can you please put that on Instagram? I will put it do on it. Instagram. You're gonna put that up. I'll put it up. And we'll see it. Done. Done. So in regards to our children and the expectations that we put on our kids... I mean, in everyday life, it's not just necessarily oh, we want them to be good at this or that, mm. but it's in everyday life and how we want to discipline them or how we want them to be perceived by other people. Yes.
0: Right? So, literally, be on your best bloody behaviour yeah. when you're out in public. Sure, please. Like, like you're Embarrassing, mummy, doctor's office. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good one. So, doctor's offices, we want kids on their not just on their best behaviour, but to show good size. We want doctors to pick up that they may be a bit gifted in some areas. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Gee, I was looking at your child banging his head against that wall and throwing that truck against the wall and I really think, wow, yeah, there's something special about your child, Chanel. I think he needs he needs to skip a couple of grades.
0: <laughs> so, I've taken Ollie to his 2-year checkup Pete appointment. Just good for a once over. Anyway, I've dressed him all trendy, he's ready to go in there and Hang on. I th- you dressed him all trendy for the doctor's office? I do. he nerd. How's this right? Quick digress. We dress our kids like real trendy. They look real fashionies. And then we look at ourselves and go, what do I wear?
1: Yeah.
0: I know. I've active got to- wear.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've got to match my child. He looks better than me. Yeah. So the kid looks a million bucks oh in God. Country Road or oh. whatever. With the shirt.
0: And we feel safe in our active and that's fine. That's okay. It's a total safe zone. I
1: have dressed Skylar before in something like a dress. She doesn't really love wearing dresses. I'm like, come on, you chose this dress. It's gonna sit there in no, your Mummy right chose out of the dress
0: actually. Yeah, okay. It's
1: a different <laughs> story. Uh, now, to put this dress on, she looked cute, I had her hair, how she doesn't like it but how I like it. And then we went downstairs to get in the car she goes, i just got to do something, Mum, I'll come back. So she goes upstairs. She comes back in a completely different outfit. <laughs> Daggy jumper, leggings, it's got a hole in it, with crap shoes and she's taken her hair out, put it up, which looks terrible. And I've just gone, <gasps> take a deep breath. Say? I just went, that's what she wants to wear. What am I going to – I don't want to be that mum. Darling, go and get dressed and wear your princess outfit No. Because <laughs> – I shouldn't – and then I realised I made a mistake. I forced her to put on the outfit. Well, anyway, so I get the trendy thing. I also struggle with that with Summer
0: because she'll come in and she'll look for praise when she's got a nice little outfit on. Mm. But the outfit she's put together, again, not up to what I I'm like, oh, those leggings don't match, Summer. Or she's put a clip in and it's in like the real wrong spot so all her hair's still in front of her face. And I've like said to her, I've managed to use seasons as a way to kind of Style her a little bit more. Got summer. Oh. You're wearing a dress, and it's winter. It's freezing. Love. Good choice for summer time. Good yes. choice for you know when it's hotter. But go in and put something warmer. Should so go on and put a daggy ass jumper on top of the dress. Well, you just say let's <laughs>
1: pair that with uh, three singlets and a jacket and some leggings and pants on top of that, and two pairs of socks and gloves. Amazing. Can't see the dress anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we'll never win. No, she's not getting look of the year. Anyway, <laughs> so we'll we're at the doctor's office. Ollie's looking, looking the business. Yeah,
0: I've got my nice active wear on, my nice yep. yoga pants. And we've gone in and sat down. He's sitting on his chair. I've got my backup snacks. Like I've actually got a lollipop in my bag that I've shown him, um. not the doctor because it's, you know, Sweetie and lollies. I wanted her to know that. Health, health, health.
1: Here's your celery stick <laughs>
0: and you can get that when we're
1: finished at the doctor's. Mummy um,
0: will put the celery stick in the bin and you can have a lollipop if you're on your best behaviour. Bribe, bribe, bribe. Bribe the whole way to yep. the doctor's surgery yep. as well and then slowly bribed in the doctor. Like gave him a little sneak peek of there's the lollipop. You behave anyway. What happened? Ollie's pretty quiet, like he'll sit there most times and behave himself. Usually, this time he turned into a little moron. Oh. He was he went into her waste paper basket, started pulling everything out. Then he went and needles. <laughs> oh, you no, know, they were in the other deposit. I oh, know, but it was you know, a t- used tissue. Yuck, delicious. And then he'd go and crawl on the bed. Then he'd pull out the scales and he was jumping on the oh, they scales. Love scales. And I'm don't like, what they? is happening? And I'm looking at her smiling and I'm excusing his behaviour going, ah, oh, he not much sleep, you know, and they're a bit revved when they haven't had much sleep. And I'm literally going, what are you – and she's typing. She's typing. Do you know what? Looking she's... and typing, looking and typing. And I'm going, what are you typing? What are you doing? Yeah, how about you give me the keyboard? I'm the best person to know his personality. I'll type the report for you. <laughs> but she's looking and typing and not saying a word. And I'm going,
1: what are you thinking about him? She's writing a report, she psychological is. report. Saying my
0: child is an absolute nutso yeah but I was so desperate and then he thought after the appointment that he was deserving of the lollipop and then he walked to the car really nicely got in and that was it and I was like, what do you mean why are you walking out so nicely when you've been an absolute turd in front of the pediatrician did you give him the lollipop though no I didn't uh-huh. I waited. Okay. I did wait and then we got – but I just mean his behaviour changed. When we left the doctor's surgery, it's almost like we closed that door and he thought, right, chaos, begin. But do you think he was being naughty or just his exploring? Do you know what I mean? It's annoying as well. It was a bit no- – well, it was okay, he was exploring but – it was also in my idea, naughty, because I kept pulling him off. And and he me, wasn't and thinking, listening. This he
1: wasn't listening to you. Yeah. yeah. And yes. then he's
0: going and pulling the gloves out. One glove, two glove, three oh glove. God. And then <laughs> handing them to me as presents. And I'm like, oh, they've been touched now. They're not sterile. Can't use
1: them. <laughs> and you're trying to have a conversation with the doctor too, aren't you? And like, oh, and yeah, she's smiling yeah. at me.
0: She's doing all this. And I'm going, I swallow me up now. Like my nice yoga pants are not
1: saving me today. <laughs> I know when you want them to behave, they don't. I mean, it's the classic case, isn't it? We have the problem that there's a water cooler at our GPS, and the kids love to oh go to dear. the water cooler. Yep, and they will f- overflow their little cups. You know, there'll be spillages on yeah. the floor, but and the, and Ron will sit there and be like, "Well, wow,
0: what's going on? What's going on? Discipline, Judge, Discipline. step it up." You.
1: But the worst part was <laughs> we we tend to, this t- tends to happen inappropriate pooping. <laughs> happens a lot everywhere I go. They like to poo usually when you're having dinner out somewhere. Just on the floor? No. Like that, I've got to do a poo. Mm-hmm. But the poo takes ages and you're halfway between your schnitzel and you're like, <laughs> I'm looking forward to eating my schnitzel but now I'm sitting here looking at you do a poo, playing no a nice. Now I've got to wipe some ass. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, so many asses to wipe. But we were in this uh, toilet and Wolfie needed to do a poo. Then Skylar needs to do a wee. And we'd been waiting Waiting for like 25 minutes already for our doctor's appointment. It takes a while to get in to this mm-hmm. doctor's. You have to wait a while. We come back out and I'm going, hurry up, hurry up because we're going to miss it. What happened? We went out. They gave the appointment to someone they else. They didn't. Oh, and no. And I was beside myself because I thought timing of Wolfie needing to do a bloody poo and then and then I had to wait again that is and terrible. then come in later. And I was ropeable. I was so angry. I'm like, you could they have come didn't come, come and... find you? Yeah, that's right. Because they saw us sitting there. Ooh. And then bloody barrels in there and she's going to probably take like bloody hours to tell him all about her, how she lost her teeth and she needs new ones and she's got problems with the back end and blah, 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 <laughs> whatever. And then <laughs> and <I'll> she's <laughs> got a pro-raps happening. Pro-raps? <laughs> a pro-raps? <laughs> prolapse. lapse Pro-lapse. Oh, because yeah, she's got no teeth so she said pro-raps. I've got a pro-raps. <laughs> Sorry, Mrs Johnson. you judged I've got a pro-raps. What is always come back to vaginas on this show, I it? don't
0: know. She's in there. It doesn't matter. But I'm not happy that they gave that to someone else. That's oh, not fair. Yeah. I know what it is. I know why they did that. Because you clearly peed them off by not controlling your kids and they overfilled and spilt water all over the doctor's surgery carpet oh. and they've gone, I'm going to fix her wagon. While she's in there and her kids are having a poo, That's right. I'm going to give her an appointment to Rhonda Johnson with her pro wrap.
1: Her pro wrap, and wait another hour for Rhonda to come back out. But you know what I did afterwards? I made them drink a few more cups of water after that appointment, didn't I? <laughs> and really wet that carpet good. <laughs> it was like a big soggy patch. And I was like, enjoy that, soggy patch. <laughs> Secretaries, you can clean that up. <laughs> clean that up. <laughs> so, anyway, it's always an experience, it's never easy. Okay, so this is one thing I'm very guilty of and I think I've just gotten over it but I tend to do this with my eldest, Skylar, who is almost seven. So... She started doing violin when she was four, (laughs) which I now feel. Why am I laughing? (laughs) You're doing great, love. Keep going. I said, okay. Being a musician, I wanted my kids to be musicians. They don't have to be, but I want them to be. So (laughs) I said to Skylar, she's four. She just started kindy. I'm like, oh, what (laughs) instrument do you like, Skylar? She's gone. I don't know violin. Like picked it out of nowhere. I'm like, well, she clearly loves the violin. Yeah. Does she know what it what it is? When we got one, she thought it was made of bricks. No. No. Anyway, but we took her to violin lessons. So she's been doing that. You've literally thrown her into it. I've thrown her into it. Mm. Deep down, I've thrown her into it. And look, it's fine. She's she's not like obsessed with it, but she, you know, she goes and it's good for her brain, I figure. I'm trying to justify my behaviour. But I feel like I'm always pushing her to do stuff and to try stuff. Because it's great to get them to try stuff. But so th- is she still doing the violin? Would she, you? Th- yes. She is. She's still doing violin and that's fine. But the problem is <laughs> mum's like she will never give it up. <laughs> she, will, she will never give it up. <laughs> but the beginning of the year I thought, Skylar, you're into dancing. Let's go try a jazz ballet, right? Went and tried jazz ballet. She did like a little intro class. Good. I'm like, do you like it? She's like, yep. Not Not quite convinced. I'm like, great, she loves it. Bought the outfit, (laughs) bought the shoes. I'm like, great, Skylar, you love it. It's so great, so great. She went to a a few lessons. Then we get to maybe the fifth or sixth. Mom, I'm really tired after school. I'm really tired. I'm like, well, that's okay. We've paid for the term. You're going to (laughs) go. You're going to go, aren't you? She's like, but I'm really tired, Mommy. I don't want to go. I'm like, but Skylar, you signed up for this. Yeah, you You said you love it. it. Remember you love it. You love it. If you do it, you get a chocolate biscuit. I, then I started bribing her. Then she's so tired. She starts getting upset and crying. I'm like, oh, we organised this, Skylar. We said, if you're going to do this, yeah, if you're going to do this, I've paid for it. You said you'd do every lesson. And it went on. And she's cry- by this time, she's having a meltdown. Oh, and then I went, who have I become? Why am I forcing her to do this? There. It was really me in the beginning not being pushed by her. And I said, right, that's it. We're not doing anything. She goes, I told you, mummy. I, I just want to do gymnastics. It's all I wanted to do. I'm like, okay, we'll try gym. Now I went into You're it. paying for the term. <laughs> <laughs> we did a trial. And I said, you've got to let me know. So we did a trial of gymnastics. Forget jazz ballet. That's not happening. One lesson. We came out. I said, what did you think, Skylar? We don't have to do mm. it. She goes, Mummy, I love you. I loved that. And you could tell she loved it. Oh, bless she her. She loved it. The next week... Yeah, I don't want to do too much. <laughs> <laughs> I went, right, we're not doing it. So we've dropped everything. Until she comes I did me that. begging, that's it. I Done. did that. I dropped
0: everything because I was putting Summer into this little freestyle dance thing. So I thought, oh. I can't wait for me to take her somewhere. And then she gets right into it. And then the teacher says, she's really good. She loves oh, it. No, that's like, oh, that's the worst. Here we go. Okay. Here we like, go. This is great. No, they didn't say that at all. Oh. Summer was... <laughs> She so was terrible. She was just at the back sulking and wouldn't do it without me oh, next to her. And yeah. I'm like, I'm not. So I was the only parent up there shaking me tush, dancing, like, like a, and so sober. You need a few drinks under your
1: belt. <laughs> Imagine if you're pissed at, what is it, 4.30 p.m. Yeah, woo, like dance, happy feet dancing. That's what it's called. Oh.
0: Anyway, she hated it. And, and I, again, pained for the term. Well, these things aren't cheap. And again, well, I've said this before in previous episode, forget the CrossFit membership because you've enrolled your kids in whatever oh. things. that costs so much money to yeah. to enrol them in all these things. And if you've paid for the term, you're, you are going to get the most yeah, out gonna of it. You're going to finish this. it. Yep. So it turns out. The teacher never came up to me and said how good she is. Summer hated it. And I've gone, you know what, I'm jacking the whole lot in. And until you, exactly what you've just said, come to me and say you love something or want to do it, then we'll go from there. There's been a hint of gymnastics, but again, there needs to be that free trial and I'm going to pay by lesson for a little bit. Do it. Just because I know what she's like. And, And then you get to the thing where you think, do I encourage them because you hear all these star prodigy children that have been doing things that say, well, 3, 4, or 5, I'm like, well, she's 5 now. Time's ticking. Time's ticking, Summer. You need to find something that you're really, really find good at. Find it now or you're
1: not going to be smart enough, you're not going to be talented enough yeah. and we need to make money off you by the time you're 12, okay? <laughs> Seriously.
0: Ollie's nearly three and I'm thinking, do I make him go outside and kick a ball against a wall? You know, they hear about these pro footballers. <laughs> <laughs> that they kick
1: balls against the wall whether they're suddenly like Pele. Should I forget all of that. Just be like um – um Hey, look of the year contest is coming up, kids. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have to try and do anything; just make them look good. You know, trendy the marvin. Oh, you know. Jesus! <laughs> wear a dog's body
0: skirt. Anyway, oh. anyway, look up the brand dog's body. It's horrible. It's got a uh, pit bull for a face, but it was like an old streetwear brand. Oh, I reckon that dog's sounds body familiar. They had like you know baggy jeans and those kind of things, but they also had quite like nice tailored loom. Little denim skirts for girls too. Okay.
1: And that's what you wore. Look well, at
0: me. that's probably why I didn't win.
1: And uh, here's Chanel Franklin with her. Except you went Chanel Franklin,
0: didn't we? No, Chanel. You were Shinners. I was Jovanovic. I sound like a tennis oh, player.
1: Oh, that's perfect for a model. And here is Chanel Jovanovic. Well, I didn't think so, did they? <laughs> no, clearly not. But, you know, maybe maybe you could have entered the year after. No, because
0: then I hit 13 and then the pimples came and then that was a disaster. A disaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nah. not
1: happening not happening. But yeah, look, we do tend to put these expectations and I think I've finally gotten over it. I'm going to stop doing that. Skylar's her own person. When she's ready, if she's ready, she can do it.
0: And you know what might happen? She might come to you later and say, mum, why didn't you push me? Why
1: didn't you make me stick in it? And I'm going to go, you, you bloody bloody cry. But you know, that's kind of was part of it because when I was four or five, I said, mum, I want to do ballet because all my friends at school were doing ballet, joined this ballet class, did a term of it. They all quit. And I so I went, oh, I don't want to do it anymore. And yeah. I regret it because I could be clearly like a really great ballet dancer. Yeah, So you it's could always be. been a thing hanging – well, I probably could. <laughs> <let's> <laughs> say, but at least a really good dancer. I if yeah. I kept going. I did the same thing.
0: I went to drama classes and I loved them. But I didn't really – I had my friends at school. I didn't really have lots of friends at drama school. So there was no like pull for me to go there when it was like an extracurricular thing outside yeah. of school – It was become. It was after school. It was late at night. My mum would drive me there, sit in the car and wait because it's in the middle of the city. So mum was waiting, or she'd be walking around town, killing time for two hours. Like that's you know that's a lot dedication. Dedication. Thanks, Annie. Yeah. So I was at the point where I just jacked it in. I don't want to do it anymore. Mum's like, you sure? You sure? You sure? I'm not going to push you. But if you don't want to do it, we won't do it. I stopped it. Later on in life, why didn't you make me do drama school?
1: I was like, for God's sake, like you said no. I know. Do you know what? Also, there are a lot of kids who love to do stuff. They're high mm. energy and they fill up their weeks because they're happy to do gym one night, then soccer, then tennis, then. and I don't think I have – well, I don't think Skylar's like that. And that's okay. My two are not like that. That's okay. And we'll see what Wolfie's like. But I'm not pushing it. And you know what? I'm heaps less stressed. Mm. I've dropped everything except this one thing – That's fine. They're five and seven. I can deal. So you're watching your kid,
0: right? They're either at home or they're at the park doing something and they suddenly like nail something, like do a really lovely jump off the sofa or they're they're tackling the monkey bars like an absolute pro and you just assume straight away, gymnastics, gymnastics. They're going to be great. They're going to be pro. They're going to win gold at the Olympics. (laughs)
1: You've already projected so far Because they've
0: shown this one thing of of greatness in this area. Or they're dancing in front of the telly and they might do a cool little move that's just landed well. They're going to be a break dancer. They're going to be a dancer. So you just assume. So then you keep pushing that bit. Your
1: mind goes wild, doesn't it? And I think we put them into these little boxes. We pigeonhole our kids, right? Same thing with Wolfie. He's... Mm -hmm. For some reason, I oh know, I think it was the palm reader. She told me he'd be good at maths. <laughs> A palm reader's told oh no. you. Okay. So then you've well, just, it stuck that's in, it. It was stuck in my head. Okay. And also he's, with his English, he's not as fast as what Skylar was, right? So I'm like, clearly he's good at maths. The teacher said, oh, he's quite good with his numbers. So I'm ramping up all of this external information and creating this narrative for my son, which is very black and white, right? He's good at maths not good at English, Mm. he's good at sport, he's not good at that. So when they turn around and suddenly they're good at reading or they can do this or they have a problem with maths or whatever, it's like, hang on a second, when did I decide that that's how they're going to be? Yes. When have I summed them up? They're only four or five or whatever age they are. Why did I do that? There's a whole lifetime of learning and they're going to surprise me with what they can and can't do. And Rhonda
0: the psychic said he's going to be a
1: mathematician. Y- yeah. so well, She did say she can see him in a business suit in a sports car and he will have followers. And I'm like, oh, no, she's going to be a cult leader. <laughs> but I think she meant more from a maybe Instagram. <laughs> <But> he will <laughs> have followers. <laughs> she was a bit older so maybe she didn't quite see what that meant. Yeah. But anyway, look, Rhonda. we do
0: right. do that, don't we? Do you do that with your kids? All the time. All the time because if Summer isn't – and she's just started school. So everything's a big first for us here. So she'll be in class and she might take not as well to the sounding out of something, but then she loves counting. So then in my head I'm like maths. Maths. And I always sucked at maths. So I was (laughs) like, good, your dad. Dan's great at maths. It's
1: the same here. And I'm
0: lazier since being with Dan on the maths thing. I should get my calculator out. I go, Dan, what's percentage off of that? And I'm lazier because Dan's so good and Dan will just – Dan will go – Okay. Yep, uh, 30%.
1: Oh, I'm jealous of those people, Chanel. He's he,
0: in his head the whole time, and I can hear his the cogs working.
1: <laughs> I have no cogs, even. <laughs> I have no cogs. Just, <laughs> does yours just shut down like numbers? It what? does. It does. Yeah. It, it's got a, a haze of grey. <laughs> <laughs> I even looked up and thought I was not dyslexic, but there's the one if you numberlexic. Yeah, No, I made that, that up. You did make that up. If you have problems or you the same kind of uh, application for dyslexia they have with numbers. Oh, I looked up if uh, if I had this dyscalculia. I think of dyscalculia or something. I'm like, do Lum. I have this? <laughs> I almost wanted to have it so I could have a reason as to why I was so crap at math. Yeah, maybe we both have it. No, I, do it. I didn't have it because you it didn't. meant you couldn't even read numbers in order and things. Oh, okay. So I was like, oh, so we're dang. just both a bit crap. I'm just crap at math.
0: Yeah. Is Kai good at math? Very. Same there you thing. go. Same. So you're lazy you're so- now because they are lazy. I but so- then I think to myself, I then think well Dan's so good at maths what am I bringing to the table so then I big myself up the reading and also the pushing yeah we'm very oh, good at I'm a very good reader Dan <laughs> you could use some work there <laughs> I animate the stories better at
1: bedtime Oh all you, right? know, you do. <laughs> I'm sure you do. I do. Yeah, of course you do. Yeah. Do the voices. Yeah. I like it secretly when my kids go, Daddy, can you not read this? <laughs> and he gets really offended. I'm oh, like, that's right, Kai. Move away. <laughs> do some numbers. Do some multiplication over in the corner while Pardon? I read this. That word was <laughs> hard for you, multiplication. Crap, I'm not good at anything. Not even talking. <laughs> <laughs> Can't even say multiplication. So, Yes. <laughs> Maths. I need to stop giving my kids a narrative for their lives and who they're going to be. Just let them do it. Let them be. But there
0: is that fine line between not uh, letting them go on their own little merry way but also picking up on things that they might be gifted on Where and this is the point where we're enthusiastic as parents and mothers where we're thinking they're going to be good at that, we'll f- full steam ahead because that's what yeah. we do. We're their biggest fans. We're their biggest champions and we're trying to make sure we leave no stone left unturned. If you're good at gym, you go. We're going to get you in there. If you're good at dancing, away you go, dolls. That's right. But then where's that fine line? There isn't because it's either obsessive or there's, I've oh, just let you go and not encouraged
1: you. i left you by that tree. Good luck in life. But <laughs> we probably just need that lovely, we need to gently nurture them. Yeah, yeah, don't yeah. do yeah. Sort of full steam ahead. Summer like has say. not
0: shown interest in anything like, as I said, minuscule gym, and I'm going to explore this with her and I'll report back. Report back. But she's, I'm not going to stress her out. All myself. Not going to stress myself out. No, sitting there at those classes, and she's hating it for what? So you can tell everyone. Yeah. yeah. So
1: you can, you know, if tell she the wants to do it,
0: tremendous. If she doesn't, well. Stuff it,
1: but also it is a part of that as well as telling. I like to tell my mum, oh, she's doing this and it's really great. And yeah. I think is this why you're doing it, so that you can tell your mum that yeah. she's really into it? Nah. Or oh, I don't know.
0: Save your money and go through the bottle on the way home. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Get great. yourself a little merlot and oh, cook Jesus. some dinner and
1: watch Shit's Creek. Great advice on <laughs> uh, on being a great mother. And people have we just lost half of our listeners based on that advice, Chanel. <laughs> In the end, Chanel, look. I think we need to give our kids a break. They're their own little people. They're not us. True. And don't enrol them in the Look of the Year contest. Please don't. I don't
0: think it exists. It's not 1991. (laughs) So the funniest thing is my granny then reneged on that. She was like, it wasn't her fault that we were all there, which it was, because it was her her bright idea to put me in this bloody thing. (gasps) And then because I didn't win, she was like, they're all at fault for not finding me absolutely radiant as a
1: child. Next year she's on the panel of judges. Yeah. We have Chanel. Look at this bloody... There's my wee wench. She's beautiful. Look at her with her wee dog's body skirt. Is she like that with your kids now? Does she oh, yeah. sing their praises?
0: So there you've got the grandparents being biased. Then the great-grandparents? Wow. They just, literally, they, she Another walks level. in the door and she will throw every terrible food option at them. There's tiny teddies, there's chips, there's this. Look what Gigi's got for you. Come here, my wee words. Come here, my bear. And she also
1: have like Scottish, art, Scottish. Art. What the hell was that? That <laughs> Scottish accent. I'm trying to do Scottish without teeth in because she's your great-grand. Does she have teeth? She's got teeth. Oh, well well False teeth, but
0: the teeth. They stay in. So she's got like more of a Scottish whistle. It was a whistle. No, because she's never without her, maybe a little bit of a whistle, but she's never without her teeth. No, because that wouldn't look right. She's still, she's 88, goes and gets her hair done every week, mm. wears a nail polish and does all her bits and bobs. She still thinks she's, the she, could, she actually probably would enter the Look of the Year contest. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, you go, and here comes Gigi, Ollie, 88 years old, wearing a dog's body skirt and look at that dog, which she's squeezing herself into, but go granny. And... Uh, <laughs> Can you... And she's pulling a fa... oh, her teeth fell out. Yes. <laughs> she's broken a hip on the way back round. Oh, dear. Never do that again. So no. Granny hates the Look of the Year contest
0: because she thinks they're all screwed up because yeah. they didn't find me brilliant. Oh,
1: man. Well, I think, Stuff look, them. let's leave it to our grandparents to, you know – Navigate our lives. No, 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 no I was going <laughs> to say that. Leave it to the grandparents to sing the praises of our kids and pump them up full of lollies mainly but, you know, give them all – Everything in the world and we, we can be the balanced ones. You we, know. Can. we can.
0: Dan's that actually has this analogy. When they come to me, I'm going to feed him with chips and chocolate and soda pop and all this sort of stuff. I'm going to shake them up and hand them back. And I'm like, that's not funny. Nothing funny about that. Nothing funny
1: about that, Graham. <laughs> Graham. <That's his> name. <laughs> Graham. He needs a water cooler in his house. <laughs> wet his carpet. Soggy carpet. You're such it's a clever, clever carpet. What? You're such a clever shag. Okay, try it again. Soggy carpet,
0: you're such a clever shag. You're such a clever shag you are. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, oh, oh.
1: Motherhood, A Beautiful Nightmare is produced by Soundball Productions and hosted by Chanel Franklin and Tamara Linky. We would love to hear from you, so please email us on motherhoodabeautifulnightmare at gmail.com or just for kicks, check out our website at motherhoodabeautifulnightmare.com. Also, if you enjoyed this episode of Motherhood,
0: A Beautiful Nightmare and can find two minutes in between managing those little nutters, we'd be so grateful if you could rate, review and subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast. Hey, word on the street is it helps people find us.
1: Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode, and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day.